0: 25% off your next month. That's code walking50 at factormeals.com/walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hi friends, welcome to Walking is Fitness the podcast. We finally have some sunshine here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh, It's still a cold and windy day, but I think over the last three weeks, this may be only the second sunny day we've had here. Uh, Of course, across the country, this winter has just been brutal. If you live in Texas, uh, my heart goes out to you and I've been praying for you. Uh, If you live in Maryland, my home state of Maryland, um, you've been on the snow and ice train for three or four weeks now. Now, even though we didn't have any, haven't had any snow here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, it really has been uh, tough. It's been a tough winter. We've heard from people who have lived here a lot longer than us. This is our first winter here, and they've said this is the worst winter they've had in as long as they can remember. This week on the podcast, we're going to talk about how to turn your walking now that you can get back outside And as we get closer and closer to spring and warmer weather and all that that brings, how to turn your walking into an adventure. And I'm going to reference Bruce Bocci. If you're a baseball fan, that name is familiar, one of the all time great managers in Major League Baseball history. If you're not a fan of baseball, don't worry, this isn't going to be a podcast about that. But Bruce not only loves baseball, he loves walking. Even wrote a short book about it. So, this week we're going to talk about Bruce and how Bruce turned his walking into almost a daily adventure and how you can turn your walking into an adventure as well. It keeps it fresh and fun and exciting. So, let's get to it. Thanks so much for listening. Bruce Bocci will eventually be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He only had 26 home runs as a Major League catcher. Clearly, that's not his ticket to Cooperstown. After his playing career ended, Bruce became a manager, first with the San Diego Padres and then with the San Francisco Giants. He led his teams to the World Series four times, winning three of them. Only nine other managers have ever done that. And they're all in the Hall of Fame. When Bruce retired at the end of the 2019 season, he was only the 11th manager with 2,000 wins. The other 10, you guessed it, they're in the Hall of Fame. I suspect Bruce will start that special day when it eventually comes with a long walk around the village of Cooperstown along Lake Otsego. Bruce Bocce loves to take long walks. That passion probably saved his life. In 2015, he had two stents placed near his heart to improve blood flow. Bruce's heart was 90% blocked. Doctors told him that without his regular walks, he might not be alive today. Playing or managing baseball gives you a lot of time when your team is on the road. For a night game, you don't need to be at the stadium until mid-afternoon. Bruce liked to use that free time every day. walk. In 2015, he wrote a book of walks. Bruce tells the story of eight different walks. There's the walk in Milwaukee from the stadium back to the hotel after a night game. That four mile walk felt much longer as Bruce found himself going through some interesting neighborhoods. Bruce and his wife, Kim, enjoy walking together. One of their favorite routes is walking from their condo across from the Giant Stadium to Coit Tower and back. Bruce describes different restaurants along the way where he and Kim have stopped and eaten. And that also gives us some history about Lillian Hitchcock Coit, whose money paid for the tower after she died in 1929. Chicago and New York, they're great cities to explore by foot, and of course, Bruce has put a lot of miles on his shoes in those two places. In Chicago, he loves walking along Lake Michigan. His favorite part of Manhattan is Central Park. Bruce also tells us about the walk where he twisted his ankle. That happened while he was climbing Camelback Mountain in Arizona during one spring training. Thankfully, he wasn't walking solo when this happened. In fact, the giant's orthopedic surgeon was part of the walking group. The final chapter in the Book of Walks is what Bruce calls his Mount Everest moment. He says sometimes he just wants to walk a familiar route at a comfortable speed to clear his head and unwind. And then there are times when he wants his walk to feel like an accomplishment. That's what this walk became for Bruce. It happened not long after he arrived in San Francisco to manage the Giants. When you think of San Francisco, what's the first landmark that comes to mind? George Mallory was part of the first three British expeditions up Mount Everest. When asked why he climbed the mountain, Mallory responded, because it's there. Bruce Bocci felt the same way about the Golden Gate Bridge. It was there, and he wanted to see if he could walk from his house to the bridge and back. Bruce could, and he did, describing in that final chapter of the Book of Walks what he saw and how he felt along the way. Bruce recommends we do the same if given the opportunity. He says, make an adventure out of it. And there it is. If you want adventure, take a walk. As I read through this short book, I was reminded of the adventures I've been on while walking. There was the evening I spent in Venice, Italy, trying to navigate from one side of the island to the other and back again before the last train left. I remember the walk I took through a part of Manhattan I'd never seen before and was stopped three times by tourists asking for directions. I must have looked like a local. I loved it. And then there was the walk with my daughter in Washington, D.C. that we will both never forget. Why? Well, we saw the president and his family walking to church. Not once, but twice. Whenever I'm in a new place, I make time for a walk. It's a perfect opportunity for adventure. What can I see? What can I learn? What's it like to live here? But it's not just new places that can provide adventure. Even familiar routes are filled with possibilities. We humans have a knack for taking things for granted. and Sometimes it's even worse than that. You've heard the saying, familiarity breeds contempt. How about trying to discover something new every time you walk through your neighborhood, that park you always go to, or even that functional walk at lunchtime to pick up something to eat? Here are a few things I've done to turn my everyday familiar routes into a mini-adventure. Walks at sunrise and sunset can be filled with beauty. Sunlight from a different angle can turn even the most familiar scene into something dramatic. Maybe for you, waking up before the sun rises can be an adventure in, in itself. Walking in bad weather is always an adventure. I used to limit my walks to when the weather was comfortable or near comfortable, My 20K one-year step challenge quickly cured me of this and opened up a whole world of adventure within the familiar. I invested in gear that allowed me to walk when it was raining, snowing, cold, or hot. Some of my most adventuresome walks were through pouring rain or heavy snow. I'll confess, though, I still haven't wrapped my brain around walking outside when it's really windy and cold. I'm sure that's also an adventure, but I'll let somebody else find the love in that. Lastly, while I enjoy listening to podcasts while I walk, sometimes I'll leave the iPhone and earphones at home and simply enjoy the sounds of the environment I'm walking through. One of my final walks through our Maryland neighborhood before we moved, I enjoyed a quiet walk. I loved hearing the sounds of the birds that were still there, especially a boisterous woodpecker that was doing its thing. I also love walking through a city without headphones and simply soaking in all that's happening around me. I'm caught up in the adventure of others in that moment. How can you turn your next walk into an adventure? Embrace the opportunities. And if you need a little inspiration, read a chapter in Bruce Bocci's A Book of Walks before you head out. If establishing a fitness routine has been an adventure for you that you haven't conquered yet, I want to recommend the 30-Day Fitness Challenge. It's a free guide that will help you establish a fitness habit, which really is the most important part of getting started. The 30-Day Fitness Challenge will help you transform your walking into exercise. And the guide also includes resources to help you stay motivated after that initial burst of excitement fades. A couple of ways you can get the 30-Day Fitness Challenge. One way is by going to walkingisfitness.com and checking out the resource page. Uh, We've also got a link to the resource page in the show notes of this podcast. All right, that does it for this week. Next week, if you have a Fitbit, are you aware of all the extra features your Fitbit provides? I mean, it's more than just a step tracker. We'll go through all of that next week on Walking as Fitness. Till then, hope you have a great week. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you again next Wednesday.